0: So what would you say is something big that you're working toward? And I don't mean just on the, you know, it could be on the day-to-day basis, but also when you look at your life in terms of months, years, and tens of years, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think you're building toward? What are you optimizing your life for?
1: What am I optimizing my life for? Oh man, that's a hard question to answer because there are so many different things that I, um, <laughs> I'm looking forward into the in the future, um. I think one of them is uh, just trying to live a healthy and well-rounded lifestyle. That meaning, uh, I think,
0: like physical health.
1: Yeah, physical health, mental health, just trying to feel good about what you're doing. Um, I guess mentally, physically, spiritually, and yeah, you know, um, I guess just. Being happy in general, that's kind of a uh, something I strive for. And, you know, even though you don't like what you're doing, you may not like what you're doing now, but you kind of realize that, hey, in the future, you know, might help out and, yeah. you know, kind of.
0: It seems you know. like overall you're trying to go for balance above yeah. other things.
1: Yeah. That you yeah. want
0: you want things to even out more so than mm-hmm. to dominate in any one area. Right. Right. Yeah. I think that's a lot harder to strive for. Yeah. Because I mean, just the way that I worded the question shows my bias toward kind of thinking about one thing at a time.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but uh, like, yeah, the balance, I guess you still could think of balance in a modular sense, but
1: right.
0: it's not really about any one thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's hard for me to wrap my head around, but I, I admire that. That as a, you know, as, as a single thing to strive for. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, because I, I also think it's something that's not like it's intrinsically rewarding, but it's not necessarily rewarded by the outside world.
1: That's true. It's something I think you have to find internally. It's kind of like a spiritual or just kind of a mental thing that you have to, um, deal with every day or, you know, you have to strive to work towards. Um, I'm just wondering, how do you find balance or what,
0: what um, what
1: feels comfortable to you I'm just curious.
0: for me yeah. th- the balance is really tied into the idea of growth mm. but i don't think that's always going to be true I, I think that that's mainly true because i'm just young yeah. uh, i don't think that's going to be true when i i'm kind of established in a number of ways mm. um so i'm hoping to grow in such a way mm-hmm. that i can achieve the type of balance that i want Right. And, and it, it seems to be the ability to express myself. Mm-hmm. Um, the privilege of being a part of communities that I respect. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and participating in those communities. And, um, yeah, physical health is also a big one. So mm-hmm. being able mm-hmm. to, uh, be conscious of my body. Um, what I put in my body, the way mm-hmm. that I treat myself, whether it's sleep, diet, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I think those are the things that would be a part of balance for me. Uh, but, but I, uh, as of right now, I'm unbalanced right. and it's, it's more toward expression and skill building mm-hmm. than it is toward things like my diet and my, uh, my exercise. Mm hmm. Right. Right. It's
1: right. ah, interesting. Um,
0: What is balance like for you?
1: What's balance like for me? Um,
0: Actually, specifically spiritual balance.
1: Specifically spiritual balance. I think, Mm. personally, spiritual balance for me is... uh, Spiritual balance. I think it's just maintaining uh, relationships with people and just trying to... You know, uh give enough time for yourself as well as give enough time for people around you and um and I think it's just maintaining um spiritual balance. Huh? <laughs> sorry, it's I'm gonna
0: cut to, you off because I, I love that you include community basically right, right. as the f- mm-hmm. as the first thing that you name yeah. in spiritual balance is your relationships with people. Right. Because that's how I feel all the way that right. communities really are it seems like at this point in my life mm-hmm. I would prefer to be in a community rather than being in a relationship. Right. Um mm-hmm. simply because like both of them involve you interacting with people and mm-hmm. kind of engaging in um reciprocating nice actions and whatnot. Right. You know, like somebody does something nice for you, you do something nice for them. Mm-hmm. But with a community, it's not about any real – really, it's not about any one person in the group. It's right. about the ideals of the group. And that right. can be true for a relationship too, but mm-hmm. it's like, you know, if the ideal is that – um we're people who spend our time and energy mm-hmm. trying to work toward a, a better future, trying to solve problems mm-hmm. for ourselves and for each other right. and share solutions with each, with, you know, whatever mm-hmm. other people in the group or people in general. Mm-hmm. Um, then it seems like I'd rather be a part of that community than be a part of like just be in a good relationship.
1: Right, right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Think so. <coughs> I think just just the,
1: for sorry, go ahead, you're saying
0: then be in the a relationship with one mm-hmm. person mm-hmm. where the same rules kind of apply, but you're also tied into their individual ego. Right. You know? I
1: think so. Yeah, yeah. I think when you're you know when you're together and you know within a community setting or a group setting, you know, you feel um right. There's I think there's a way to take yourself out of as you as you mentioned in relationships right this this whole ego kind of ideal and you know um it, i guess feel more connected in a sense you know to people yeah, and, yeah so yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah cuz i i i wouldn't consider myself a spiritual person right
1: right but
0: the way that i live it's maybe someone who's spiritual would consider me a spiritual person mm-hmm. uh for instance um I do genuinely get joy out of helping someone.
1: Yeah, you know.
0: Yeah. So, but is that the same as you know being spiritual? I don't know. But to me, what what's real there right. is is that it's rewarding for me as a human being. You right. You know right, that right. that and and that when you get a bunch of people together and mm-hmm. they're all just doing stuff that's rewarding to them as a human being mm-hmm. and, as human beings. Yeah. Then that's a community. You know. I yeah. think of the scientific community the same way. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. um people just agree, listen, that like th- these are this method of finding out things about, you know, the physical world. Mm-hmm. It works, and right. the benefits of going through this process are that A, we get this deeper understanding of who we are, where we mm-hmm. come from, etc. Right. And B, there are plenty of spin-offs technologically. Right. But ultimately, it's not about any one person.
1: It's mm-hmm. just that
0: everyone understands that some type of prosperity depending on how you define prosperity some mm-hmm. type of prosperity comes right. from kind of uh having an understanding of the physical world mm. so it's worth pursuing.
1: Right, I think so. I think um yeah, I'm not spiritual per se but I think you're right um when you go through things together with people right you get a better understanding of I guess your environment, the people around you. Um do you and, mind if people walk in? Yeah, sure. And I think it's oh, <laughs> <laughs> anything it just I think it just nice because you have again so you have a you have a sense of belonging or you have a sense of yeah. you know, um his happiness or
0: What is happiness?
1: Happiness. Huh. Oh, what is happiness? You want to go on the biological level or the <laughs> I'm just kidding.
0: Whatever level you think is relevant. <laughs> Actually, yeah, fuck it. The biological level. <laughs> Wait, sorry? What is happiness? Oh,
1: what is happiness? I think it's, um, I go back to being able to distribute time for yourself and time for, you know, other people around you. And um, I think it's going back to a balance, essentially, you know, where... um. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Do you want to kind of answer that? I'm still trying to think.
0: <laughs> yeah, time is a time is a good a good kind of uh, uh, common denominator too. Time, I, I, right. I, I think um, what happiness involves, it, like because there is, mm-hmm. first of all, even if you want to say happiness is like some kind of physical pleasure, like eating a donut, mm-hmm. it matters that it only lasts a certain amount of time.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. But
0: on a larger note, mm-hmm. you're only going to be alive for a certain amount of time that's true so so you could say happiness is it it involves taking that into account like maybe an overall average or like you were saying Mm -hmm. doing things in the short term so -hmm. that you could experience joy in the long term
1: right like setting
0: yourself up for options that
1: Mm -hmm. you won't
0: have unless you go through perhaps a period of unhappiness
1: right right right. yeah yeah that's interesting um Yeah, it's interesting what you said, too, because, yeah, as you said, we only have, I guess, a certain amount of time on this earth. And, you know, some people say, oh, if you're happy now, right, then, you know, you might, I wouldn't say waste the time or anything, but it's like if you put so much, oh, it's kind of hard to explain.
0: (laughs) Take your time.
1: Oh out forgot what someone said. Anyway, I'll I'll come back to this. Sorry. sorry I'll come back to this concept in a bit. No okay. problem.
0: Um, have you heard of that movie Inside Out?
1: Yeah, I've heard of Inside Have out. you I seen know. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, it really was a beautiful way of demonstrating how sadness is an important part of right. being happy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, because I, I mean... For me personally, I don't really remember sad moments that much, mm-hmm. but I know that I wasn't always happy, you know?
1: Right, right. Um, mm-hmm.
0: I feel very strongly that my happiness now is just, re- it's the result of a very small number of things working out.
1: Right. Um, mm-hmm.
0: But if they didn't work out that way, I'd perhaps assign meaning to my life in a completely different way mm-hmm so yeah I, I think of happiness happiness at this point especially on on a kind of growth curve yeah it has to do with deciding what's worth sacrificing and what's worth
1: mm-hmm. you
0: know protecting right and um you know everybody has to Everybody's got choices. I think so. <laughs> everybody, <laughs> I think so. everybody has to decide mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. at some point what is what's worth the most, right? You know, right. and then kind of the other things like you have to be willing to take hits in order to mm-hmm. to get your happiness sometimes. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, or I mean, it's different for everybody, but. Right. Uh, I just think it's it's not a full – It's worth addressing whenever I bring up happiness and joy and eudaimonia or whatever. Mm-hmm, I think that's mm-hmm. the Greeks said that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, is that? Yeah, happiness is not separate really from other emotions. Right. It, it mm-hmm. seems for me, at this moment, that happiness is kind of the idea. And it's right. also an experience. Like mm-hmm. I can have rewarding experiences. Right, right. But it's also the idea of setting up an environment mm-hmm. to maximize the rewarding experiences that I know of. Right. Right. right but right. it doesn't mm-hmm. even count the ones that I don't know of that I'm not, you know, setting up my life to experience. Mm-hmm. So uh in that sense, it's kind of like I don't know, it's it's kind of like a a combination question to me or a permutation question right, right. where the number of ways that something can happen mm-hmm. um are really what happiness feels like for me it feels like maximizing options mm-hmm. Op- options that i consider good that i that i feel are worth maximizing
1: right right you know
0: mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. but is that true across the board i don't know what is it like for you know michael jordan when you know thinking of happiness or what is it like for elon musk thinking of happiness right i don't know right maybe it's not even a priority but it Mm -hmm. seems like what's constant is maximizing options
1: right i think so um that's interesting how you bring up uh, other people and how they you know how they view happiness and you know, I guess uh celebrities, right? They they say, "Oh, you know, money will bring me happiness." Well, that thing Okay, so
0: here's the know, thing. Celebrities oh. <laughs> with, with celebrities you, you don't see. know if you're getting an honest account opinion. You know heard, what gotcha. I mean? Mm-hmm. Like they're in the business of marketing themselves.
1: Right, that's <clears> true.
0: Themselves. Right. So, mm-hmm. uh if somebody says they're happy, are they really fucking happy? I don't know. That's true. You know, yeah, you don't really Nobody really knows. Yeah,
1: it's it's interesting to yeah um yeah I don't, I don't <laughs> all
0: right let's speak about something a little uh, happier than this
1: <laughs> death
0: all right what happens after we die
1: after we die well, I don't know personally i think I think we just die after we die you know we just we just kinda disintegrate into the soil and you know we uh I think that's it you know we're i feel personally I feel like we're just kind of given one life and we you know, we live through the amount of time we're given and we just try to be happy and try to do what we feel is best for us during the time. And um, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think?
0: I Man, I agree. I think I agree with everything you said. Really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's it seems like, uh, you know, it's kind of a dangerous idea. Maybe not so much now or here. Right. But it is kind of a dangerous idea to mm-hmm. think that. But it is also it just seems like the most likely thing right? is right. that um, especially um, when you think about it from the perspective of your brain
1: mm. and the
0: relationship that your brain has with your, your mind, your personality, your, mm-hmm. you know, your very being, most of what mm-hmm. makes you a person mm-hmm. um, arguably right. comes from your brain and your brain is a, is a piece of matter no different from your leg. You know what mm-hmm, I mean? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it seems like if, and this has not been, this has not been proven, but if okay. your, your brain really is your mind. Right. Then uh-huh. when your brain gets damaged or deteriorates, right. then your mind also can no longer function. And, right. um, it's actually not that radical if you consider that taking drugs, for mm-hmm. instance, can radically change your conscious experience. Right, right. Or, geez. uh, you can have a mental illness, uh, mm-hmm like schizophrenia stands out as something where your daily experience is not grounded in reality. Right. That's true. So Mm -hmm. it's, it's your brain obviously has some connection with Mm -hmm. your personality and who you are and the way you perceive the world. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't seem that far off that when you die, Mm -hmm. that your ability to perceive the world just ceases.
1: I think so. Right. Right. And yeah, it's interesting how, um, how people's reality is different when I guess the chemicals in your brain are altered, or you know. um So,
0: do you do drugs?
1: No, I don't do drugs. So. Uh, yeah, yeah. I've, so I've tried it's a once, but, but I. Uh,
0: what did you try?
1: Well, I tried marijuana once, but uh, you don't have
0: to be embarrassed about okay, that. Okay, right? Weed is legal Oh, I know. <laughs>
1: I've tried it once, <laughs> never trying it again because I kind of I freaked out a little bit. But um, yeah.
0: The first time I smoked weed, I freaked out yeah. for the first five minutes right and right. then after that i was in heaven
1: right right i think oh you probably took the right amount
0: <laughs> no i took too much oh no <laughs> yeah oh, i no, took okay. too much i took that's why i freaked out so i mean my heart was beating i had yeah, to lay yeah, down yeah. for a minute but then when i just decided i'm gonna take things slow right and just relax right then it worked out for me
1: right, right. yeah first time i took it i was uh so some friends and we uh I think we took a little too much of edibles and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh man, <laughs> the world is spinning and everything looked 3D and, um.
0: <laughs> well, it is 3D. Yeah, yeah
1: <laughs> But you look at your hand and it's like, wow, everything is so shiny and yeah. different, right? So, uh, that wasn't, I mean, I couldn't complain, I guess, in a sense, even though my head was in a toilet bowl. <laughs> oh, wow. And like, so, oh, but,
0: uh. Wait. Why was it, were you throwing up?
1: Yeah, it was a. Uh, I was kind of nauseous, and the world was kind of disorienting. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can yeah. understand so, that. But you know, I was looking at the toilet bowl, and I was like, "Wow, this is the most amazing thing in the world." You know, <laughs> 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 I, was like, I was just glowing. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it just it's just so interesting how it changes your whole world. You know, it's like you're in a different world. Yeah. You know, it's um, yeah.
0: <laughs> I actually felt like uh, my world was two D.
1: It was pretty, yeah,
0: but it was still pretty nice. But I've had horrific experiences too. Hearing voices, (laughs) not recognizing other people, not knowing who I was. Oh my, wow. Yeah, so I don't, I can't do any more drugs. (laughs) I can, but I just hope that I don't.
1: Right, right, right.
0: Plus, I don't really have a strong desire to do it anymore. I mean, I I wanted to know what it was like. Now I know what it's like.
1: Right, right, right. And I guess the curiosity is kind of, you know.
0: (laughs) Yeah, whatever. I mean, it's not that bad. Um, Yeah. Not addicted for life,
1: right, right? As long as you're not doing anything hardcore.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, I know right. some guys. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, Without saying too yeah. much, so um, <laughs> yeah. But anyhow, what was I saying? That's my um, justification for agreeing with your ideas about death. Is right, that. right. Is right. that the brain seems to be the center of it for me because I think that that's where our experiences really are generated, not right, right. some other place off behind a bush.
1: I think so. Right, yeah. right. I was having this conversation kind of related to what we're we're talking about. I mean, if you had two people, right? I guess
0: yeah.
1: twins, right? I guess if you had twins, right? And um No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I think the I think the concept was if you had yourself cloned, right? Yeah. The per- the second person cloned, right, wouldn't exactly be the same person because you know, the the perception their experiences and memories are just totally different, right? Right. Regardless of what they look like or regardless of, you know, how um identical they would be, right? But uh right. it just it's just interesting, you know, how again, memories and thoughts shape you and Yeah. You know, and you know, so. even
0: I mean, if you want to go to the clones, even if they were born at the same time or they were they came into consciousness at the same time. Right, right. Then they would still have the experience of being that clone right right so they'd still look over to the right or something and see a clone and the other one looks to the left and sees a clone and already they have a different experience mm-hmm. because yeah. yeah so and in your life you're constantly building up and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. interpreting your experiences and right. you can easily interpret something different and then mm-hmm. boom you have a different you're off on a different tangent right. um psychologically mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i don't know i i the clone thing is uh It's a kind of old thought experiment as well as a lot of AI stuff. Right. But it's Mm -hmm. becoming real. Isn't that kind of uh does that disturb you that a lot of these technological things are becoming – like sci-fi is coming into reality? Yeah,
1: it's a little – it's kind of scary to think about, but at the same time, it's it's, kind of interesting too because, you know, technology is progressing and advancing. But, um, yeah, it's a (laughs) – it makes me kind of think a little bit about yeah. what our future might look like and, you know, where, you know, where jobs will be with, you know, uh, I guess AIs and, um, I guess, technology taking over. <laughs>
0: yeah. Well, Trump's going to get our jobs back, first of all. <laughs> oh, boy. And second of all, uh, now I'm, as far as AI mm-hmm. and the technologies, mm-hmm. I'm biased toward, like, the scientists and engineers, Mm-hmm. Because, uh, like, as soon as I hear, like, hey, it might be possible to do this, right. my initial thought is, yeah, well, let's, you know, let's try it out. <laughs> 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 Meanwhile, there's a long history of, yeah. you know, technologies being misused. Right. And there's no moral code embedded mm-hmm. into You know, any one scientist, any one engineer, Mm -hmm. that you should expect that they're not going to sell out to the Pentagon or something. It's it's the opposite. You should expect that if anything crazy is developed, that big government, whoever's the highest bidder is going to own it.
1: Exactly. And do
0: what they want. So it's not really, you're almost never developing anything Mm -hmm. for your own interest. You're always developing for whoever has power over you.
1: Right. It's where the money's at, huh? yeah normally right
0: right so it's kind of like okay um yeah this is kind of weird because even if you do have a mission to save humanity with your whatever robobot Mm -hmm. if somebody else takes the same technology and misuses it you're the one who's going to get the blame for that technology coming into existence not the person who misuses it
1: that's true, huh? That's that's interesting. To or think uh, Well, I mean, that's not necessarily not true. Not true, but it's a... It's not
0: true that you will get blamed, but, I mean, you mm-hmm. might suffer, basically, from okay. someone else's decision on the applied side. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Do you just stop developing things and let some other person develop it who has less moral standards than you? Right. Or do you, you know, say, well, it's better me than them and develop it knowing that you know north korea is going to use it for x y and z well
1: maybe we need i don't know maybe we need more regulations in terms of how you know who controls what and you know how these things are being distributed among people and um
0: yeah um, yeah uh, but even regulation seems to have its limits
1: that's true
0: meaning Uh, like like how do you keep up with everything that's being developed. If it's basically the the, mm. the speed at which it's being developed mm-hmm. seems to depend on the speed at which people can share ideas, which is fucking um. ridiculous. Yeah, right. Um, but the amount of energy and effort that it takes to regulate something, mm-hmm. it seems like it's inherently slower than that uh. speed. So it's always going to be lagging. Even if it were the same speed, it would be lagging because right. there's some time difference between the development. And, you know, people being aware that it should be regulated. Mm -hmm. So, what's the limit? What's, are we just fucked?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe for now until they, (laughs) until they figure out how to, you know, bring it up to speed or whatnot.
0: But (laughs) this is what we should do. Everybody Uh, gets a chip in their arm. All right. And then if you fuck around, if you fuck around and try to develop some shit that's going to kill everybody, then we just shut you off. (laughs) (laughs)
1: half robot half human
0: (laughs) oh oh man yeah this this is the center of the scary future if you think about it and Mm -hmm. it's really it's really up to a lot of people coming up to decide how the fuck we're going to deal with this Mm -hmm. who knows what the fuck is going to like you said 25 years from now who knows what the fuck the this the bay area yeah, road is going to be like
1: yeah you don't know for sure it's uh it's kind of a scary thought i mean think about it we have automatic cars driving and you know um how did someone explain it someone was like oh it's like you know putting people into a box and then shooting them across the thing for you know, <laughs> <laughs> at 70 miles per hour right you don't know <laughs> if that car is gonna stop or if it's gonna you know if the technology is gonna you know uh gonna work properly right so
0: (laughs) yeah but I'm one of the people who's more hopeful when it comes to that one
1: I hope so I mean if you look at your phone sometimes right sometimes your finger you know is greasy or whatever and you touch (laughs) your foot and then you know it doesn't work or I mean just today I was at work right and like I pressed the you know, I was taking someone's order and pressing the machine and you know, had to press five times in order to <laughs> and then our wi failed. So I mean yeah it's kinda I mean technology is great I think but sometimes uh what did my boyfriend say too I'm sorry I just keep rambling on but he mentioned that you know something about his phone he was complaining about his phone
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> and, and uh you know you know how we have all these apps, you know? Yeah. yeah. Our phone's supposed to be something, you know, to call, to, you know, communicate. We have so many apps that, you know, sometimes our phone will just shut off because it's, it's yeah. so loaded with the, the, you know, stuff that we might need or may not even need. So, yeah.
0: We depend on technology, but yeah. it's not always reliable. Right. It's right. most of the time hackable.
1: Right. And
0: most of the time, it's getting us to do things that aren't even necessarily fulfilling in our lives.
1: Exactly. right. You know. know. And
0: how do you know if you're a kid who's born into the technological world and somebody throws angry birds in front of you? (laughs) How do you know that, hmm, maybe I should think about my uh, diet and exercise and the way that I interact with people and that will be fulfilling for my life? How do you know that that's actually going to be fulfilling? When every signal around you is telling you, no, 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 playing Angry Birds for seven hours is the most fulfilling thing you can do.
1: Right, right. You know? Um, So it's interesting how that becomes their norm, you know, because. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's interesting. Gosh, I remember going out with my cousins who are outside playing in the backyard. (laughs) Yeah. And I see, you know, my cousin here playing with this, this, uh this app, right? yeah lift it up and it's like a machine gun or whatever oh, and I was wow. like, wow, that's wow that's it's so different, right? It's so different um or the way they use technology versus how we
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know and and on another note, yeah, figuring out what is a fulfilling way for you to spend your time just goes full circle to what you were saying Not before happiness. balance and, right. and 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 meaning and mm-hmm. you know happiness, how do you know? How do you know whether or not you're spending your time in a way that's actually going to give back to you? Right. And in in our technological world, I mean, one of the things that we've perfected mm-hmm. is directing people's attention. Yeah. And mm-hmm. how do you know what you want your attention to be like? Yeah. You know, unless you've had some experience outside of the world where every single thing is controlling you on a level that you're not even aware of. I'm not even aware of.
1: Right. right. You know, why
0: did you click that? Why did you scroll there? Why did you Mm -hmm. go on this particular website? Why did you use this particular app? Mm -hmm. There's some psychologists who work at the companies that know why you did that. Mm -hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. But you don't know. Right. You know,
0: your data is being snatched away. There are people who know exactly what its value is. Mm -hmm. But you don't know. I don't even fucking know. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, These are the new, on top of everything else that people already have to deal with. Our generation is dealing with this crazy, uh, you know, attention directing stuff Mm -hmm. that, I mean, we're at the beginning, but it seems to be pretty detrimental with the exception of things like Fitbit. I mean, almost everything is telling you spend more hours looking at screens. Right. Um,
1: And, -hmm. and don't,
0: and, and don't interact with people in a normal, you know, in a human way. And mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm. hopefully that doesn't, you know, yeah. hopefully people can overcome that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I think so too. You know, I mean, huh? yeah, personally, I don't know. I, <laughs> I like to interact with people. I mean, just, you know, first thing you do when you get in the classroom, sometimes you see people on their phones and, yeah. you know, and then. I don't. Know, I I personally like to talk to people and see what. Wait, so were you we gonna say something just now? Sorry. Yeah, finish please. <laughs> you love interacting with people. I, I like to interact with people, and I think that it's hard to get people to, I guess, to talk or interact when, again, this is the norm. You know, the phones in the pockets, the iPads, the laptops, or whatnot, and. um I don't know if there's a way to I don't know, get rid of that for a day or something that would
0: That's the way. Is yeah, is, you know, is go just, on breaks, I think. Or,
1: yeah, maybe go on breaks or let people know. Make mm-hmm. them aware even if they're <laughs> they're still on their phones trying to Yeah. You know, it's it's hard to I think that's a that's a hard that's a hard question to answer and that's a hard um situation to Kind of deal with when everyone's on their technology and, you know, um. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, that's, it's something that I didn't really notice until this year. Right,
1: right. right. But
0: yeah, that, because I've always been a pretty shy person. Mm-hmm. So, um, I probably would fit into the group of people who would want to be on their phone mm-hmm. or whatever for most of my life. Yeah. But now I feel like I'm, I think that interacting with people involves mm-hmm. facing yourself and accepting yourself on some level. Right. Like okay. I think there's an underlying fear that you're not, you don't deserve whatever mm-hmm. you're pursuing. Right. And if you just want to talk to someone, there's some feeling in the back of your mind that there's something wrong with that or that huh. y- it's just, it's not worth doing. It's not good enough. The other person is going to be annoyed. Mm-hmm. They're going to fucking hate you, whatever. Right, right. Right. Um. I think, I think that that's still alive in, A lot of people like they just haven't been in a situation where they've been forced to interact with people. Yeah. But after you've gone through that, then then it becomes a joy, I think. Uh, Mm -hmm. So I just say all that to say, I don't think that people are being assholes.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think that they
0: just haven't developed in a way that maybe you've developed. And in the future, they will agree with you. Yeah. But in the short term, it just doesn't seem like it's worth the risk because it's scary and... It involves anxiety and it involves yeah, the fear yeah. of judgment or what if they, you know, God forbid they have some ketchup on their shirt. Yeah,
1: you know? yeah, I, I, I agree. I totally agree with what and you're saying. And let's be yeah. honest, we're
0: at a community college, you right. know what I mean? A lot of people here are straight out of high school. So uh, it, we shouldn't necessarily expect for them to interact with, mm-hmm. you know, other people as you would, you know, a 30 year old or just, you know, an, right. a, an adult, a professional adult. Mm-hmm. Um, we're kind of, all of us are on some kind of a, we're growing. We're, I think and so. And mm-hmm. that – maybe that's one of the last areas to develop is the confidence, um, and interest in, to, to, to put yourself out there and speak to someone honestly about yeah. whatever you feel or whatever you think, without being mm-hmm. worried about somebody fucking judging you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> because, yeah. I mean, when I see people interact, Aww. a lot of it, it, it reinforces this anxiety where people, best friends will be judging each other or shaming each other. Mm-hmm. And you realize, man, people live in a world where there's it's filled with shame. It's filled with judgment.
1: Yeah.
0: How... You know, I feel bad for a lot of people rather than thinking, Mm -hmm. you know, they need to grow up, fucking grow up, you know, get Mm -hmm. off your fucking phone. I'm more thinking like, man, I feel bad. I hope I can help this person Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. see kind of the world outside of that world and that they Mm -hmm. have a place in it and they have a spot in it. They don't need to cower away to, you know, the default Right. In order to, to have a meaningful existence, for fuck's sake.
1: Right. Yeah. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I think that it's the best thing is to encourage. You think, you so? know, think Rather so, than yeah. get angry at any one person who has the iPhone X. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's
1: true I think yeah I think it I think it takes time Right, it takes a lot of time for people as you said to develop that skill you know and yeah I think you know at the end of the day people just want to feel accepted right they just want to yes. feel connected and accepted and yeah perhaps it takes time but you know I think um, yeah just with time and experience and just with the things that you go through you um, I think slowly you build that yeah. And at the end of the day, and hopefully everyone could feel good and I guess happy. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. You know, yeah. Hopefully. Um,
0: well, that's, yeah, that's something you know. else that both of us left out, but um, happiness might, you might agree with this, you might not, but um, include accepting yourself.
1: Right. So, right.
0: You know, it's one thing if other people don't want to fuck with you, but, right, right. but you have to, you have to on some level say, I am okay with who I am.
1: Right um, uh-huh. before you
0: can truly be confident in front of other people, I think I suspect I, I conjecture think so. Yeah. so um, maybe it's a little bit of that you know,, mm-hmm. and maybe that ties into this whole technological overload thing where
1: mm-hmm.
0: maybe what it's going to take for us to not invent the AI that kills us <laughs> is just for the for people to stand the fuck up when they're in that lab. Yeah. And say, nah, this we're not going to develop this shit, man. Nah, yeah, this is fucking crazy. Mm. But they're paying us a billion dollars. <laughs> nah, dude, we're walking out. We right. can get other jobs. You know what I mean? Right. If, right. If, there's only so many people who can develop technologies. Right. Right. And if everybody right. says, you know what, just fucking, we're going to make up an ethic just between us,
1: mm-hmm. where
0: if they say develop a new super bomb, we just say no, fuck you.
1: Right. Right. We're not
0: going to even entertain that thought. Because what are you going to – if everyone refuses, then it just won't happen.
1: Right. I think so. I think – and a huge part of that was, I think, which connects to what you were saying earlier was, you know, I guess being true to yourself, you know. And yeah. the feeling that you can't accept yourself and, hey, I can say no to this or, you know, telling yourself, hey, that's okay. You know, I can push that aside and avoid – or not avoid, but, you know, kind of – um I guess avoid is the word <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and just yeah. avoid all that that noise you know from what other people are saying and yeah. you know to, to feel okay in your own skin is. Um, i think that helps
0: <laughs> definitely helps yeah. i mm-hmm. mean going against the grain is a skill in and of itself right, right. like doing something where either people don't believe in you or they're mm-hmm. actively telling you not to do it right. is a skill yeah because your animal brain does not fucking like that you know, it doesn't like, mm-hmm. I, I think human beings are programmed in such a way where even if we think, even if we're right,
1: yeah,
0: if we're going against the grain, it sucks. It's not very fun. You know what I mean? <laughs> even if you're right. Yeah. Even if everything adds up and you're like, yep, this, I crossed my T's, I dotted my I's, this right. is what I'm going to do. Mm-hmm. The experience of people hating on you mm-hmm. is real.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: I just try to keep things under uh, under <laughs> under the table, so that uh, yeah, I don't have yeah, to understood. go through that experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: I think so. Yeah. Keep
0: this the, the way I like to do shit is mm. by the time you find out about it, I'm already I've been done. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think that's <laughs> smart. I think that's
0: very smart. <laughs> that, that, way, that way, while I'm doing it, yeah, it's like I don't have to go the you know Grew go it. against the grain at all. I It'll just so, be low yeah. key. Mm. Nobody mm. has to ask any questions. I like but that, yeah, you know, mm. make the movie then present it right, none of this right, none of this like feedback during the movie no, no 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 no. i'm the director i'll make it and then you can consume it after i'm done with the whole fucking thing then you can consume it maybe
1: it's, i think that's a very smart way to go because <laughs> <laughs> i think it's a very very smart way to go. It reminds me of the story of um i was talking to my mom last night about it's kind of ties into finances somehow but we're talking about this guy who won the the lottery right yeah and um he won, and he didn't tell anyone for two years.
0: Wow! He didn't that's, tell anyone for two years. I think that's real self discipline right, because those right. lottery stories are almost all the same.
1: Right? Oh, I won the lottery. Right? But he didn't. Even, he didn't tell his father until two years after he won the lottery. Right? Yeah. Very smart guy. My mom was like, "He's a very smart man." Yeah. <laughs> you know, just and he was just kind of you know low key doing his own thing, right? Minding yeah. his business, continued his job, didn't say anything, and you know I. I don't know, I just thought, yeah, the the way you approach it and the way he kind of approached it was, I think that was (laughs) a very good idea, you know, because...
0: You know, I don't think right. uh I have the discipline to do it with money. That's really that's, <laughs>
1: that's tough, right? That's
0: the, that's really tough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But to do it creatively, for sure I have the discipline. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah no no question. Right. It's it's way more fun anyway. It's I better to so. just be like it's done. It's uh, because one of the mm-hmm. things I've noticed yeah is that I hate talking about stuff that I haven't done yet because I don't actually know if I'm going to do it.
1: Right, right, So then right. I feel
0: like a bitch because I'm like, you know, what if I didn't? What if I said I was going to do it, but I didn't?
1: Right, right, And right. then there's mm-hmm. the
0: the pressure of someone knowing also mm-hmm. weighs down on me. I don't like that. Yeah,
1: yeah it's a lot of Yeah, I'd rather extra.
0: just do something that I want to do mm-hmm. and then just make it as good as I want to make it. Mm-hmm. And then after the fact, when I'm basically mm-hmm. at the point where I'm not bored of it, that's when the advertising starts
1: right right there you, you know, go then mm-hmm. it's like all
0: right i don't really care mm-hmm. too much about this i'm already on to the next thing
1: <laughs> yeah but i think that's smart it's a smart way to go about it you know you just kind of like said keep on the down low and yeah slowly work on it or just go at your own pace you don't feel the pressure as much i guess yeah to perform right so or to to I guess to perform to your own standard, right? Or beyond or whatever you want, but (laughs) to other people, it's not so.
0: And setting your own standard is Mm -hmm. a, it's kind of a mark of power
1: right? to say,
0: you know what? I'm going to decide what matters. Mm -hmm, You know, mm -hmm. I think that that's something that um, I really enjoy because it's people now, that's the one thing that it really separates people into these categories for me. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's like, how do they view something when it deviates away from the norm? Mm-hmm. Like if mm-hmm. I tell someone, yeah, I'm doing X, Y, and Z and they saying, oh yeah, everyone does X, Y, and Z this way. I say, no, 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 I'm doing it this way. Right. How do they react? Are they excited or do they think, oh, this guy's a fucking failure? You know, mm-hmm. that's like, that's <laughs> like the only, that is a very significant distinction to me because right. while I'm working, mm-hmm. I, I need to be around people who have some understanding of what I'm going through.
1: Understood. Yeah. So
0: if you're someone who's like your first impulse is to compare to Mm -hmm. some other, you know, popular thing that maybe has different goals Mm -hmm. than whatever I'm doing. Yeah. That's out. You need to get the fuck away from me until I'm finished.
1: Right, you know, right. That mm-hmm. shit doesn't
0: work out for me at all. That's when I start feeling like I'm walking through quicksand, you know?
1: Right, right. But
0: if I don't have to deal with any of that, I'm mm-hmm. good, you know? Right,
1: right.
0: So relationships. What is the ideal relationship?
1: The ideal relationship? um, oh, man, I've only been in one relationship, so. <laughs> um, that's fine.
0: Well, it doesn't – the thing is the that, ideal doesn't have to have anything to do with your real-life relationships.
1: Okay, right, right. We're talking about romantic relationship or just any if, relationship. If
0: that's the thing. Oh, okay, gotcha. If romantic, so I'll say this. Yes, we're talking about romantic relationships. Okay. However, okay. If you feel like, you know, the romantic love is actually not a part of the best relationship that's possible, uh-huh. then not necessarily romantic relationships
1: okay gotcha okay. yeah but
0: but in the realm of romantic relationships like i don't mean romantic. so much you and your brother okay. unless you would view that as the same as you and what other people might consider a romantic partner
1: okay gotcha gotcha okay so you're asking what
0: what is the ideal what is the ideal okay
1: gotcha what is the ideal relationship i think and that's hard because Ideal relationship is kind of different for everyone in a a general sense, right? Right. But I think a relationship where the two people can, first of all, I think be themselves, right? That's number one ideal. (laughs) Right. Um, Ideally, is to be themselves. Um, A relationship where... Um you both have trust and you can trust each other. I think that's a huge huge component. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't have liars here, you don't have cheaters and all that. Um, <laughs> <'cause> man, that's <laughs> I don't think that's that's fun to deal with. Um but I think uh to be in a relationship where you can laugh and you can enjoy yourself. Yeah. And uh and to be in a relationship where you um Oh man, I was, I was, I was talking to, <laughs> I was talking to someone about this and, um, or I did a project on this in, in my interpersonal communications class. Like, what is an ideal relationship? Right. Hmm. And, um, people came up with many different things. Right. And I even interviewed, um, a family member. Right. Wow. <laughs> and I think, uh, one of the things that I remember from her, um, spiel was, Someone you can trust and someone you can laugh with.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good definition. I
1: think so. I, that's the the two things I definitely remember from that uh, conversation. It was like a one hour long conversation about you know ideal relationships and um, and uh, yeah, basically someone you can trust. I think. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? What do you think?
0: I think that's better than what I was going to say. Oh, wait, but wait, that's wait. really cool. I'm glad that you included laugh. Yeah. Um because for me for some weird reason I would value the laugh more than the trust. And no, that sounds pretty fucked up, but
1: Interesting. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but one of the thing, is, <laughs> the thing is um I think that laughing uh, laughing is very deep to me. Right. Um yeah. well not too deep, but it's deep mm-hmm. enough to mention. Mm-hmm. Because laughing represents Something that's very important, I think, in communication, Mm -hmm. which is that you don't always get the... One, you don't always get the message right. Right. And two, communication involves in-group, out-group dynamics from time to time. Mm -hmm. And laughing is a way to address both of those, I think. Like joking, laughing, Mm -hmm. bringing to light some inconsistency.
1: Right.
0: That's honestly what I think of joking as right now. I think of it as like... If there's the space of all possible communication mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and, you know, different areas, there's like different cutouts, there's different chunks right. in some areas, it's kind of rough in other areas, it's smooth, some are hills, some are valleys. Mm-hmm. If there's this landscape of communication, yeah, that comedy is like the, the intersections right. where mm-hmm. you're going from the land of the desert to the ocean. Mm-hmm. and you have a beach and that would be the comedy because it's a yeah. little bit of both but mm-hmm. it's not really either one yeah you know mm-hmm. so Interesting. you know it's 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 a way of accepting the unacceptable so mm-hmm. in, in communication, I think that's really powerful. I think so. And mm-hmm. how does that work in relationships? Well, relationships are based on communication, right? As mm-hmm. far as I could tell, right? I don't know. <laughs> but as far as everyone says, <laughs> right? right? I mean, I've had right. some pretty good ones with good communication. So uh-huh. yeah, sure. I can agree with that. I'll check that off. Right. But um, I think it's not possible to have the best communication unless you count these intersections between lands, you know, mm-hmm. you have to. There has to be enough space for you to say, "Okay, there's professional behavior, and then there's intimate behavior, mm-hmm. but there's also in between." Right. You know, mm-hmm. and that in between can make sense of, of 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 one or the other or both of them. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? In a way that it's very, it's meaningful. It's deep. Yeah. Um, it can bring truths. Right to the surface really quickly. Mm-hmm. And, um, so anyhow, laughing really, it's, it's, when I hear you say uh. relationships, the ideal relationship involves laughs and trust, mm-hmm. I, I hear basically like you have an attention to detail when it comes to communication and the reality. Right. that there are these borderlands. Mm-hmm. There's the world of not just one thing or not just the other but the in between the kind of gray area. Right. And to me almost all comedy when you look at why it's funny it's because mm-hmm. it's it's talking about the gray area right. or it's talking about something else in the form that's like a mixture of forms right. that you wouldn't right. expect. Mm-hmm. So um but the trust thing I mean I, I was talking to this girl not too long ago. Yeah. And she was saying, uh basically, uh, you know, I was in a car riding with her and she was like, Yeah, this this person, my last boyfriend, fucking cheated on me.
1: Yeah, yeah. And
0: I said, Okay, what happened? you know yeah. and she said, you wouldn't believe it. I went in his house and I found a hairband on oh. his dresser. Oh. And I said, Oh, could it have been your hairband? <laughs> <laughs> or like is there any I mean that's I mean I don't know the details right Right. this is just what you're saying okay but then like is there any other explanation could it have been a sister or a parent or his hairband (laughs) is there any other explanation she said no 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 you don't know this guy if you knew this guy you would know exactly what I know and that is (laughs) that he was (laughs) cheated and I thought wow this is uh This is a real conundrum because on one hand, he could have been cheated, right? Mm -hmm. But on another hand, Actually, we were just talking about this in stats. Right. But I I forgot which type of error. You could have made a type 1 or type 2 <laughs> error. You know, you could right. be you could have you could think that he really cheated on you when he didn't. Right. And you're not even acknowledging that that's one of the you know, there's mm-hmm. some room for error here. Right,
1: right.
0: You know, that would be an example of a case where there was no laughing possible. Mm, okay. There's not there's not even a I mean, if, because if you're tolerant and you says, oh, you know, uh, you know, my sister came over, whatever, but it'd be funny if, right. yeah, it was a hairband from some girl that I was cheating on you with or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, man, this is, this, this is a situation where communication basically failed. Because yeah. the truth is nobody knows. He knows. Right. But nobody knows if this was a true case of cheating. That's All true. that we know is that there was a miscommunication. Mm -hmm. And the communication wasn't even verbal; Mm -hmm. it was just a hairband. That was the communication, Mm -hmm. and -hmm. it was interpreted in some light. You know, Mm -hmm. who knows what had happened to her earlier that day? But you know, apparently, this was a repeating pattern. That okay, gosh. She she basically this she was extra suspicious of people. Okay, and and it's interactions like that that make me realize, wow, I am pretty trusting. Like Mm -hmm. as I I wouldn't say. I would put trust at the top of the list, but it's probably because it's so high on my list that I don't even notice it.
1: Right, right. It's like just one of those things
0: that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plus I build in safeguards. <laughs> 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 so it's like, okay, listen, if something actually does happen, right. this is this is how I'm going to respond to it. I'm just telling you right now, this right. is going to be the response. <laughs> if I see a hairband on your yeah. fucking dresser. Yeah, I'm going to fucking break up with you. That's not what I would say, but, you know, just R- as an yeah, example. Just, yeah, yeah, gotcha. Just as an example, like, uh, mm-hmm. if, if I think that uh, you're cheating on me, then yeah. I'll talk to you about it. Yeah. But if the feeling is overwhelming, you know, and it's lasting for months on end, then I'll just say, well, I'm. it's not so much you that I don't like. It's just I don't like this feeling of thinking yeah, that you're cheating on me. <laughs> and I can't seem to shake it. So right. maybe it's my intuition telling me something.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Um, but it's not, you know. Yeah. It's kind of fucked up, but it's nothing personal.
1: It's it's interesting how you, how you mentioned that because I know I know people who would stay in their relationship when you know they knew their boyfriend or girlfriend or significant other was cheating and you know people who would just you know get up and leave and it's it's just interesting how
0: <laughs> Yeah. You
1: know there are two well, know, very different sides to um
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I um it's not specific to relationships for me. I think as a general approach to life, mm-hmm. if I could do something on my own, I'd rather. Right. So, right. <laughs> so, uh, so like it's, if you don't see it as a negative to leave a bad relationship or to be alone, right. then it's obviously the right answer if it's bad. Right, right, you know? right. I think that a lot of people who stay in, um, they see it as a negative to leave or, mm. or as a negative to be alone. And those are separate. Like, well, I think they're separate. But mm-hmm. um but I don't, so there's yeah. no there's no nothing holding me back. Mm-hmm, there's no like mm-hmm. you know, incentive in the other direction.
1: Right, right. It's it's interesting. I yeah. <laughs> you know people think and it's uh Yeah.
0: Okay, I think we've uh, covered some big topics, so it's time for the last question, but also Mm -hmm. the most important question in the universe. The most important question in the universe. (laughs) Well, well, I guess you gave yourself one. (laughs) Right,
1: Right, yes. Are you ready? Yes.
0: Bounce or flip? Bounce or flip.
1: Is there a context provided or just bounce or flip?
0: Bounce Bouncer. or flip?
1: I see bounce.
0: That's right. The Chef really? of X podcast. Mmm, yeah. delicious. Oh. Thank you for your time. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I have to go catch the bus. <laughs>